Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And welcome to Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends? My name is Emily Lang. I'm an actress, writer, singer, codependent, returnee from rock bottom, and a gratefully recovering addict. And this is the podcast where we aim to rid the shame. The highs and lows and deadly blows that ultimately led us to the lessons that we never knew we needed to learn, but are so grateful that we did. So it can happen more often than we think that we attach a fair amount if not all of, our identity to a part of ourselves or someone else. Whether it's another person, our job, or a feature, when we start to lose that thing in a way that is out of our control, it can be soul-destroying and incredibly frightening. Who are we without this thing? My guest Rob Madge and I are discussing all this and more today. Hey, so it is 2020. Once again, we like to live in 2020 on this podcast. I think it was a year of many, many traumas for many different reasons. We're all remembering the big one, which was obviously my um, breakup that I had that year. <laughs> that's, when anyone thinks of 2020, that's definitely what they think about. Um, but this is actually uh, pre-breakup and pre-COVID. And we are currently in Norwich in a hotel whilst my guest today is on tour with the smash musical Les Miserables. Wow, right language and everything. <laughs> I'm so, people forget how talented I am, I have you're, to remind You are multi talented and very versatile. <laughs> very versatile and so pretty. And so, just so beautiful as well. Gosh. Um, but we are we in Norwich. the rest of us. Oh, I know, come on. Sorry, back to Norwich. No. Yeah. <laughs> but we are in a hotel room and this hotel room, um, is a special one because it is entirely white. Everything is white, including the walls and I'm guessing the curtains. Yeah, and the- walls, curtains, uh, creams as well. Not entirely sort of one grade white. but Eggshell. You know, eggshell, a bit of eggshell. Yeah, yeah. like um, elephant's breath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Just keep naming yeah. types of white, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I can't really think of any of those. 
um, slightly grey. I'm not good with my colour charts. No, I can't. I haven't studied Farrow and Ball enough. Um, but everything is white. And then this happens. So in this moment, Rob Madge, why do you think you've got no friends? I think I've got no friends, Emily, because I'm bald. Uh, and I think no one wants to hang around people that haven't got hair because it ages them as well. Because it almost looks as though you're old. Everyone wants to appear younger than they actually are. Right. And when you're hanging out with a bald person that's the same age as you, it, it lets everyone know that, oh no, you're actually old too. Oh, you're actually just slightly over, you're over yeah. the hill a little I'm just, bit. I'm just showing the truth. Mm. That's all I'm doing. I'm revealing your inner aged ugliness mm. uh, so people don't tend to associate with bald people and that's fine mm. i've learned to live with that mm. um because uh it was in norwich uh whilst on tour with les miserables that i would i turn up to different accommodations each week as you do on a tour mm. and i got to this hotel room and i thought this is lovely and clean and pristine mm. as we said all white all gorgeous mm. um but the problem with an all white room and all white bed sheets specifically and pillows mm. is that you notice your hair loss mm. more vividly than if you were in a darker bed. Yeah. Um, so every morning I'd wake up and I'd see my luscious locks lying next to me. Funny. And that's the only partner I've ever had, really. I'd wake up and be like, oh, hi, darling. Um, like you've got, I would. I'd be like, you've got a lovely head of hair. It goes and opens the curtains. Yeah, right? truly. Um, and it was then that I, I suddenly realised maybe I, I do have an issue. Mm. And then you start looking into all the uh, different procedures that you can do. There's lots of tablets, apparently. Our Ras was lovely. Mm. Uh, Ad-libbing on that barricade, he'd be, you know, whispering, you know, you need to try this tablet. What, like while there was someone waving a flag mid-battle yeah, yeah. mid-final battle do you hear the yeah. people sing by the way there's this stuff you consider going to turkey singing the song of that it would happen daily barney i love you so much barney i'm guessing it's kind of once you see it it then even when you move on and you're not in the white bed sheets anymore you're still it's always it's there, there in the back of your mind yeah you know that then you're just uh you're disguising Oof. the reality of what's actually happening. And still, when I see white bed sheets, I think, no, can't be doing this. I haven't even got any hair on there anymore to, mm. to mm. molt. But um, yeah, Norwich was our actually our last stop on the tour, right. back, thanks to COVID. Oh, yeah. Um, so COVID came by. We were there in March, yeah, and we were all sent home on March the 16th. Mm. And I just thought, thank God I'm getting away from these white bed sheets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, wow, thank goodness. God, thank goodness I... a pandemic came to save my balding <laughs> head. Gosh, that's when you know that's it's bad. A, that's when we all think about it. We all think about the COVID in that respect in relation to your balding head yeah. and my well, I would hope big so. breakup. <laughs> yeah, and your big breakup. Yeah, those were the two headlines that uh, Chris Witt is coming on to tell us. Um, it's so strange when you when you start to notice something happening and there's something that is so out of your control yeah. and something that's really upsetting and may be a sign of i mean that there, there could be a lot of reasons for it yeah um losing hair is it, like you said often associated with the sign of aging which is a really frightening frightening thing of course it can mean a lot of different things yeah. my um I mean, my brother's very open about it. He had a hair transplant. Yeah. He gets it. But yes, it was, it fucking scared the shit out of him. Yeah. I think especially when you're doing something that's so reliant on image. Oh my God. Um, yeah. As much as we like to say that it isn't, everybody tells you that it is. Mm. And everything you look at um, tells you that it is important. Mm. Um, so you have to um, rework the narrative of where you fit in in yeah. your own industry yeah which is which was the shittest bit of it all really yeah um because up until then 
Um, shit has done the best bit actually because up until then I was relying on it so much that I was you know going from audition to audition from like one one twink to the other with the roles that I was going for I was going for all of like the the pretty um the pretty musical theatre boys and I probably still would be if I still mm. had that head of hair mm. and uh, I wasn't actually enjoying it that much so really once I got rid of it I was yes I was I was doing less mm. but the things mm. that I was doing was doing were doing yeah. were um were so right more fulfilling more specific and catered yeah. to you and actually better for you yeah and i ended up doing the things that oh in- interesting if i'd have got rid of it earlier who knows what i could have done <laughs> oh knows the places i could have gone who knows did you find when it happened when you when you started to notice it happening did it then just become kind of all-consuming yeah every day? it's everything yeah it's all i would look at it's all i would I'd in be, the mirror every like yeah, yeah. like not just the front like i'd be looking at the back yeah. sides everywhere it's very tragic and then obviously covid happened and all the barbers were shut because i was relying yeah. on my uh, you know skin fade low grade haircut which only a good barber can really do yeah and then i had to entrust my dad to give it a go in lockdown how did he do Oh, you know that flea bag episode where <laughs> I look like a pencil. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is obviously a podcast, but just for the purposes, I took a screenshot earlier because I just <laughs> no, thought I it would help it. you. <laughs> help help illustrate it's, it for you. Okay, guys, for the listeners, we are looking if you have seen that moment in flea bag when um uh I can't, Claire. Claire gets the haircut and she was like, I thought it was French, and she goes, I look like a pencil. <laughs> If you imagine it from the back and what it might have looked at, yeah. it looks it looks that was, just like that, that was my dad, and I just felt him going a bit too far, too deep, and I um I I just said stop stop just yeah, stop yeah, now, yeah. and then um I got rid of it all. <laughs> I just thought now's the time. When did you make the? Did you just make the decision to go? I made the decision done. to just get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it really suits you. Thank you. Luckily, thank God. Thank and you know, fuck. you can do those. Um, you can basically edit your face to look bald if you want to. There's filters out. And, yeah, yeah. And I tried them, and they just looked awful. Oh my um, gosh! Yeah. But I thought I'd do it in real life, and luckily, it didn't look as bad as those uh, bald filters. No. But still, to this day, if I were to post a TikTok, a comment would say, "I thought you had the bald filter on." I'm like, "Oh, for goodness' sake! No, I'm just bald." <laughs> For goodness sake, it drives me insane. Whenever I tell people my age, it's always, no, really? I'm like, just keep oh, your opinions to yourself. Off. Why do you think that's helpful? <laughs> like, why do you think you making, what what like, end do you think that's going to so have? I, I didn't mean anything by it. I just thought, well, just then keep keep, them, keep it to yourself. Please. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. You, you know it's bad when you have to long to be older than you are i can't wait mm. till i'm 40 because mm. then mm. well maybe people will be shot that i'm 40 maybe then they'll think i'm about 60 no, but no, the no, minute, no. people, people then... can't believe i'm still in my 20s so i, I just can't wait till i'm old that's because people are and really can... silly <laughs> really stupid people aren't they are so people are just so dumb fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> unlike us obviously oh, with all the friends that we have <laughs> <laughs> Lucky us. Myriads of <laughs> myriads of friends I've got. I don't need friends. They disappoint me. That's I don't need mean. friends like I don't need hair. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> wow. That's cutting and true. They are the same, really. No friends, no hair. You oh have hair, have friends. It's um it's it's really it's really, really tricky um with something like hair. Cause like I said, something being so out of your control like that, because it's not like I've had um 
something discussed on the podcast before, like I've had major issues with my weight and things like that and yeah. wanted to, but that is something that I've attended to because it's very much a, a, a way of being in control yeah. of going like, oh my God, this thing and this this doesn't fit anymore. And so I, I need to attend to this. I need to... Uh, sure, it's still very difficult. Really difficult, but it's definitely a, a thing of control. And I know if something had been very much out of my control and really frightening like that, um, it would have been completely all-consuming. And yeah. also going like, I don't know, constant reassurance or asking people if they notice it. And it's just, it's it's really tough. Yeah, and I think um, being part of the queer community. I don't know whether you could tell, but um, <laughs> I don't know if the moustache gave it away or not. I know. I thought I was a Nazi, uh, but no, I am just <laughs> non-binary. Um, <laughs> um, it's so apparently so important to have some kind of uh, label or distinct distinctive feature as to where you fit under that umbrella. Mm. And I, I know that um, hair mm. is... It, it seems to be such an, an important thing for queerness. Mm. And when you get rid of it, it then puts you in a different subcategory. Yeah, yeah, it's very yeah, yeah, silly. yeah. Um, Sorry, guys, Mickey also, is on, is, has joined Mickey. the chat. Also, hair seems to still be a free-for-all mm. when it comes to an easy insult. Um, yeah. Because it's not as traumatic as as other things yeah you wouldn't, um, you wouldn't like in the same way if someone had lost a limb you wouldn't go like i've got two legs yeah <laughs> well people often focus on someone's hairline online i notice as yeah as the uh the the, the worst factor about a human being you know you yeah. could be talking about someone's um awful awful indiscretions whatever they might be and yeah. they often say well their hair look, i mean look at their hair we should have known from that oh and like for goodness sake yeah yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. Prince Andrew won't see your tweet about hair loss, but your friends yeah. with hair loss will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? oh, that's such a good point. That's what they do. They're like, well, his hair should have given the yeah, game yeah. away. Well, like, he's not looking at that. Yeah. But I am. Yeah. And I'm a nice person. Yeah. Unfortunately, I couldn't control that genetic defect. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you, you learn to work with it and then you get a little moustache and then you can cling on to a little bit somewhere cling on to something find a whole new yeah. identity exactly but, um, that is truly <clears throat> true what I it's uh it's it's so true what you say because i remember as well when when everything about with harvey weinstein happened and so many of the comments were like you know this uh oh god he's so fat and he's so ugly Can you imagine? Yeah. and then i remember someone going if he'd been an adonis would this have been all right exactly Exactly. It's not. And the answer is yes. Yeah. No. The answer is, of course. Please. Please. Sign me up. Like Dom Anderson. (laughs) (laughs) Then sure. (laughs) That's a click. Shout out. (laughs) Um, Like, but it's 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 so. Why why um why focus on on that on that particular thing as of like, all things to focus yeah. on well just because i think people are lazy yeah and it's the easiest thing to hone in on yeah and they don't have to do any real critical thinking yeah, they just yeah, look yeah. at the the outer it's external like, um, image when we had vittorio angeloni on and he talked about how people point out the fact he's got really small hands oh <laughs> and it would be like it would be all these comments and be like don't worry he's got baby hands and then he was like that's fucking horrible isn't it that's just not very <laughs> that's nice that's not very it? nice I mean, Having little hands is such a little bonus. You, <laughs> I, I do. I think there's these TikToks that go round where people are pranking their parents with tiny little hands when making like a salad or something. And it's like, see how long until mum notices. And the crowd 
roars with laughter. Have you seen Kristen Wiig do that? Yes, Maybe. exactly that. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, big bonuses. You big will bonuses. make people smile. Um, <laughs> so how much of was was your hair a really big part of your identity then? Yeah. yeah. Well, it it was. Believe it or not, it used to be truly like my my thing mm. i had very very thick hair mm. and it was in the space of a year that it just rapidly got thinner Fuck, and thinner that's really so, yeah upsetting. my hairline was literally just above my eyebrows almost yeah. too far down actually looked a bit odd but i had a massive quiff yeah. um yeah ma- massive quiff very thick luscious locks yeah. it was the thing that everyone would say god i love your hair yeah so it was such a, a feature of mine yeah, yeah, and then yeah. to lose it so quickly i was like oh who am I? Yeah, that's now exactly I'm just it. short. At yeah. least I had the height. Fuck. Yeah. So. Like it's um. <laughs> there's when when you have something like that and something that because it's so it's so genuinely hard to cherish bits of ourselves and we're so hard on ourselves as people and the way that we look and there's so much pressure on you. and when you do have something when people go oh my gosh that thing about you is amazing yeah and then that goes you're like well what the fuck what am I now what am I now yeah um. I had it because I've got um not to show off. I've got very I've got very thick hair. You do, I know, Tess. Thanks. It's quite, I quite want it. I want embarrassing to for me, really, to be honest. <laughs> so I'm really sorry. You thought I know who we should get for this podcast. <laughs> Someone who's got no friends and no hair. Perfect. I can really show off. Because I've got so many friends and so like friends. too much hair. <laughs> just just too much. Actually, you should just lend me some. <laughs> Give me a wig. <laughs> but Shall we um, cut Emily's it hair? is it is it's very there's a lot of it. And um and I'm a, my eldest brother always going, oh, your hair is your best feature. And, you know, I was like... No, I would get told that too. Yeah. Can you believe? Yeah, your hair is funny. your best feature. And I was always like, that's a bit mean. <laughs> <laughs> what about my what about beautiful my... personality? <laughs> also, uh, I thought I was quite pretty. <laughs> what about my lovely eyes? And my little bottom nose? My little... <laughs> what about my big old piano hands? <laughs> yeah. No, forehead up, great. Everything below. That <laughs> Don't is pay your much attention to. best feature. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Um, I always said I was I was playing this game with some friends quite recently, and I was like, if you if people had to describe describe you in in like in two two words or two I don't know statements, um, what what would they say about you? And I was like, hey, do you know what? I think people would go. They'd be like, great memory. No good hair. Good hair. Great memory or something like that. That's nice. And I was like, because. That's 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 kind of it. But good when, hair, great memory. Good hair, great <laughs> memory. <laughs> Terrible sense of direction. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it when I had um, I always like to bring bring the break, break fucking hell. I always like to bring the breakdown back on the podcast when I have my big breakdown. Um, but my hair started falling out mm. from stress and literally coming out in like clumps. And so I had wow. hair, I had hair down to like. I like hit my hips at one point. Like I could sit on it. Really? Yeah. You just you really are just showing off. Hair. <laughs> but it came I out. I dialed it back in... a little bit. Well, good. You needed that. <laughs> you needed to be just. You needed to be, be brought down. down a peg or two, <laughs> and not have such Rapunzel esque towering hair. Thank God for the clothes. Literally use it as a rope. <laughs> <laughs> would literally didn't even have to wear clothes. <laughs> it would literally. <laughs> Enshroud me in my view. Like Venus coming out of the clam. What the fuck she's doing? The clam. <laughs> yeah. I believe that was the academic phrase. Yeah. Um, Sorry, no, carry on. I, but it came, it was coming out in like in, in clumps. It was, and it was really, it was really awful. I knew it was to do with stress, but that's when I, 
I cut all my hair off as mm. well. And then I was a big part of, I mean, not the same, but being like, well, no, fuck. Completely it's, is. Um, now I'm just now I'm just rocking a bob. It's beautiful. Thank you. It's a lovely bob. Thank you. But I remember my brother being like, "You shouldn't have cut your hair as your best feature." And I was like, "Do you know what I fucking had to?" <laughs> so no, what, Jamie? No, it was actually Alexander. Dickhead. Oh, Alexander. Sorry, whole... Jamie. Love you. Love Fuck you, Alexander. <laughs> Fuck you, Alexander. <laughs> no, I love you too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but it was it was really it was it's it's awful when there is something that you feel safe with that suddenly isn't safe anymore. Yes. Yeah, one of those things that you just take for granted. Yeah. And then when it's gone, yeah. it's gone. So appreciate your hair, kids. Yeah, appreciate your hair. Because you never know but what's going to happen. That must have been so, something that was such a big part of your identity and a big, and, big, and especially with, um, I think, and it is tougher in, in musical theatre as well, yeah. I believe. Um, yeah, that headshot change was, whoa. Whoa! It completely changes everything about yeah. the people that you know you you think you've built a career heading in one direction yeah and then your look completely changes yeah uh and yes of course there's still roles for me in musical theater but they're few and far between now yeah so it sort of shifts everything in a new direction so if you could hair aside hair not being a factor if you yeah. could play one role in musical theater what oh it's such a basic basic bitch answer and every queer person will say this is it, it fiero no, it's, it is fiero Nessa Rose. no um wicked witch of the east actually i'm all dr dillamond i think oh my, my vocal God, amazing, range yes. my vocal range is more in a bar territory um no it would be the mc in cabaret come on or Sally, come I on, any mean, anything in cabaret. Have you seen the the? Have you been to the Kit Kat Club? Not yet, and I really am desperate to. Oofed. Uh, yeah, I'm going to. It's very sure. sexy. Yeah, it looks. Oh, it looks amazing. It's very sexy, and I went on my own because I had a friend in it, and I went on my own and sat up in like the bit, and I was like, "Oh, this is very sexy." I go to the theatre on my own all the time. I love it. I'm not sure I go to like a burlesque cabaret. Yeah, it was a little weird. You know? Yeah, it's like going to Magic Mike on your own. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I might do that as a social experiment. I reckon I get some good sitcom inspiration from going to something like Magic Mike alone. <laughs> you imagine? Or someone would probably write a sitcom about me. Or from the other side of the room. Yeah. Like, Who the fuck Look is at that? this loser. Who's this guy with no hair? <laughs> what is the hair? See what I mean? Laziness, that is. Why are we observing the hair? We moved on from the hair. You actually started this whole segment with hair aside. <laughs> Hair aside, if there's any role, and now it's look at that fucking loser with no hair watching Magic Mike on the own. How did we get here? <laughs> this is why you've got no friends. <laughs> imagine someone calling the police from the other side of the room. And there's a guy. He's on his no own. Hair. I think he's a narc. Oh, <laughs> uh, probably. Oh. God, I would actually. Do you know what? I would happily. I would happily go see Magic Mike on my own. I think it'd be quite fun. Well, yeah. I think they'd take pity on me as well. They'd take pity for a little bob. <laughs> okay, I bet she used to have clumps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can tell how bad my mental health is depending on how long my hair is. <laughs> Sorry, we don't lap dance bobs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Do you know what? I actually, there was a good portion of time when I, and this is a role that, that Rob has played on stage which is um the gavroche and les miserables who i genuinely think is my style icon do you think <laughs> yeah i dress yeah, like kind a, of iconic. i would say that my style is like <laughs> is like dickensian orphan with like a hint of french revolution 
I think that's how no. I dress. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the little sprinkle of cholera. It, it, cholera is chic. Cholera is Cholera but make it chic. Cholera. Cholera but make it. Make it fit. Yeah, I'm getting like peas pudding vibes. I'm getting like a bit of gruel. Peas pudding? Is that what they have? Peas pudding and sausage. Something like you that. You were in it. I, was, I wasn't in that number. It was the one number I wasn't in. Do you know... Um, Tragic. But do you know my uh, my my big big crush growing up was the artful dodger in oliver jack the, in the film i don't actually know i think it was just in life just the, the image like the image of, of it the top hat just got like, you going so fucking fit sexy yeah something about being streetwise yeah and confident confident i was the talk of the playground where i'm being able to sing <laughs> and do a little box step yeah, yeah, whoa yeah. whoa <laughs> whoa that gets me going no, it is a. It was a real. Uh, I was a bit of an appeal factor in yeah. the playground for a year, I bet. and then when I lost the top hat, it all went south. <laughs> it's just the idea of being something that I just wasn't. I yeah. was, I'm not streetwise at all. It'd be dreadful. Are you not? Oh my god, no, not at all. I need my Google Maps wherever I go. Oh yeah, 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 hundred percent. Wherever I go, well, so do you. But <laughs> but I, I've had to find my own house on the way here. Yeah, we went on a long pilgrimage. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So when when this happened and uh, you know you decided to cut off hair exactly, how how long did it take for you to accept what had happened and come to? Um, I, know, I think uh, the Instagram likes validated me instantly. Do you, you know, know what? that's okay. If it weren't for that. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. what you have to do, isn't it? Yeah. You've got a post to go. You've got to be brave. I'm, I feel so proud and I feel so free, but yeah. really you're thinking, if you don't tell me I look pretty and yeah, that it yeah, suits yeah, me, yeah, yeah. I am going to... If you to... don't tell me, I'm a fucking inspiration. Yeah, if you don't tell me <laughs> that I've changed your life and now you are so free and have liberty in your own hairstyles, then I'm actually going to quit. What is the point? And uh, luckily it got a got a few it got a few likes. Mm-hmm. For me, that was when I was just starting out on social media, so it was okay. If I got that now, I'd, be, I'd feel like I'd made an absolute so if you could give an example of like the roles you were going for before and the roles yes. you go for or the roles you're going for after what would yeah. those be uh pre pre hair loss or can i guess actually pre- oh yeah that, that's more fun yeah go um, for it. <clears throat> i say pre hair loss i'm thinking like <laughs> mayor of munchkin city <laughs> yeah <laughs> careful <laughs> I'm trying to think of the bit that he says. <laughs> in the county of the land of Oz. <laughs> maybe I'll be the coroner. That's that's a that's a queer icon right there. <laughs> Lollipop girl, something like that. Sorry. The Tin coroner. Man. The Tin Man. Actually, yeah, I wouldn't mind. One thousand percent. He has a little funnel on his head. I could play that one now. <laughs> little funnel. He does, doesn't he? He doesn't have hair, does he? I don't think. It's covered in tin. Covered in tin. <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. But then they get Ashley Banjo to play. It's beautiful. I'm like, save some roles for the baldies, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. come on. You're taking them away from us now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, no, I would think it was like, I would say, ooh, um... <clears throat> Very brave of you to suggest a game where you've got absolutely no idea. <laughs> I was thinking of the one that's in uh, that that's in the Adams family, not, not Uncle Fester. Uncle Fester. No, 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 the one the, 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 the boy in it. Pugsley. Fantastic. No, 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 the love interest. Oh, Lucas. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just thinking of a rogue one. I, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to show my knowledge of musical theatre. Okay, interesting. So pre hair loss, I would have been going for love interest. Now it's Uncle Fester. <laughs> Which is the tea? Which is the tree? Were you going for like Sky and Mamma Mia? I was weirdly actually, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, they did send me up for that and they sent me up for things like the guy in Copacabana. Nice. And um, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That's in La Bamba. Who else? Um, <laughs> that self-tape is hilarious. Honestly, we should include it somewhere because it's awful. Oh, please God, I've got some self-tapes. <laughs> I just did not know what I was doing. <laughs> it's always worse when you're self-taping and you have to watch it back and go, yeah, that yeah. was <laughs> That'll get me the job. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, I know, I, I, I would I, oh, I would have loved, I like used to dream, but I remember watching Billy Elliot when I was about 10. Yeah. And coming away and like crying and being so frustrated by the fact that like I wasn't in it and knew that I could never be in it. Did you ever do anything about that desire? No, I couldn't. Oh. I hadn't. I, I had no you just idea. Expected you should have been in it. I was just like I was so frustrated by the fact. I understand that. Yeah, I understand. I do understand. I was really hormonal this week on the bus, and so I watched. Um, Billy Elliot, the Olivier Awards, and sobbed. Oh, weren't they good? Weren't they good? Back in the day. Oh, yeah. They won, didn't they? When Probably. They, when they won, like, Best Actor. Oh. And then the little Matildas did I would have a few fucking years loved later. to do Matilda as well. Yeah, you'd have been good in Matilda. Oh, fucking macrocious little shit. You could still do it, I think. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> I think so. Sorry. <laughs> well, often they are adults now. They still keep Matilda a kid, but the other kids are often sometimes adults. I see, if you're able. Yeah, <laughs> very clever song, actually. It's a very clever song. It took me a long time. I was in it and I didn't even know. You were Matilda? I was before it came to London. Oh, were you doing the RSC? Yeah. Royal Shakespeare Company. Really fun story about that. Uh, the role that I played, actually. Was got... it Bruce Brooks? <laughs> you are so horrible to me. <laughs> yes, it was. No, it wasn't. He gets his own song. No, even worse. My role was Reginald. Who is Reginald, I hear you ask? Reginald didn't make it past Stratford. <laughs> Reginald got the cut. You originated and ended I originated role. and ended a role in Matilda the Musical. There used to be 11 children, now there's 10. <laughs> this is... Uh, they were like, who is the... <laughs> <laughs> who is the totally <sighs> irrelevant child that we can chop? Reginald. Who's Reginald? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was that was it. That really was it. And I, I'll never forgive them ever. I'm on the cast recording now. Get second verse in when I grow up. Boom. Oh, that song makes me cry. Yeah, it's a good song. Well, we were guessing roles before and then after her, but we've actually kind of gone through them, which I would say Tin Man. Tin Man. Tin Man. <laughs> yes. Tin Man. Um uh, unless, you know, they're giving it to Ashley Mandra, which is just not fair. Just not fair. Just not fair. Oh, he's so um, talented. Oh, uh, Daddy Warbucks, but you're a bit Daddy young. Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> I can see that for me. First cover, Daddy Warbucks, maybe. Mm, yes, exactly. I'd have to be some While sort also of playing, oh, no, no. street sweeper. You could do Rooster. Could you rooster. Like sexy Rooster. Yeah, that'd be good. Mm. Alan Cumming was Rooster. 
once yeah. in, um, in the film with uh, Kathy Bates. Uh, it was Miss Hannigan. And uh, I look up to Alan Cumming a lot. So I just basically emulate anything he does. I mean, yeah. the MC in Cabaret, I just want to be Alan Cumming. Yeah. Flute in Spy Kids. That would be a great role. Oh, my God. But I'll be the what thumb. What a throw. <laughs> we all know that's how that's going to go. Do you know what Spy I Spy Kids, the musical, audi- the role you auditioned for I and tried the role you to, got. I tried to make my, um, my boyfriend shout out mutual friend <laughs> mutual friend yeah hi right. um, it'll be in hello magazine yeah soon. yeah just wait wait for the big reveal wait for the big reveal um but uh what was my point about him <laughs> i had a point uh shit what were we just talking about? oh yeah i tried to make my boyfriend watch yeah. um return to oz have you ever seen it Fucking terrifying. terrifying. One of the scariest movies ever made. The Wheelers. Oh my god. That's what god. I was gonna say. <laughs> You'd make a I would make such a good wheeler. Head wheeler. Head, head wheeler. Wheeler number one. <laughs> Rolling around. Rolling and then around I could maybe that could be my audition for like Starlight Express. Oh. If you start as Wheeler and then you graduate to start to Rusty. That's my oh, I haven't seen Starlight Express. I haven't either. I have. That's. I'm just lying to your face. I saw it in. Um. I saw the German version. Oh, the, the German. There is a version of Starlight Express that is in a German town, and it just happens all the time. It, all the time. It's in Bochum. It's Bochum, a little town. It. And I went it. over because my friend was um one of the musical directors on it. So I thought I'll go and have a look at it. And I packed for a holiday in Germany, not mm-hmm. know, really knowing what to pack for, but because I'm British, I packed speedos and goggles. Obviously. And I turned up to this literally it, it's it's in the middle of nowhere it, you're surrounded by motorways it's a bit like milton Keynes. oh yeah and lovely. i was like what a lovely place to be on holiday and the only the only thing there is this is so i'm so lying here there's probably more things don't i'm so sorry i'm being very british sorry, and stupid. Bucko. <laughs> sorry Bucko, you've got a lot going for you but like the number one tourist draw is starlight express mm. and the theater is more of a museum mm. you walk in and there's like the costumes there's like memorabilia these, and shit. yeah nice it, and and if you if you're there and you're in Starlight Express, you are an absolute celeb. Mm, mm. You, everyone knows you around the town. People constantly asking for photos. I've got to roller skate, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, very that. Come on, roller skate. Probably. Start as a vila. <laughs> I would be such a good wheeler. Oh, that was a ter- that that film is terrifying. It's really traumatizing. Yeah, they um, try and give her fucking shock therapy. At the they start. do. Yeah. They actually do, don't they? Yeah. And um, the he- the headless princesses. Yeah. Well, just the heads. Yeah. Oh, that's a scary scene. And the gnome king that, the gnome that's king. allergic to eggs. That's he. He <laughs> is a queer icon because he loves those little ruby slippers, <laughs> and he sat there, doesn't he? And, and he folks them out. That shot of him like. <laughs> Just like pointing his little gnomey toes with the ruby slippers on. And Doris's like, please can I have them? Like, he's like, no, I like them to eat. I'm like, come on. I love the idea of coming up with really rogue queer icons like Gnome, Gnome King, King in from Return Gen to Oz. Oz. <laughs> That's fucking fantastic. So when you look back at what happened at that at that time, do you feel anxious thinking about it does it does it bring up bad things to you, or is it one of those things that like you look at it and kind of go fuck it was hard at the time but I'm actually really glad it happened I mean I still every now and then think maybe I shouldn't have got rid of it and should have maybe invested in the things that Barney on Jurassic was suggesting because mm. I just made the plunge because it was locked down and everywhere was shut mm. I was like I, I, I just want to get rid of it and not worry about it anymore yeah but then of course you damage 
every follicle completely from that moment on and then it's right. never going to grow grow back mm-hmm. properly ever again so i'm sort of a bit like oh maybe i should have at least tried but on the whole no regrets really mm. because oh yeah I, I was at the time it was really getting me down mm. it was to be able to see in the mirror mm-hmm. uh something that you know you can't hide it no um and I'm very good at hiding when I'm down Mm. as I think a lot of us are but when you're confronted with it and you can see the evidence (laughs) it's like you just want rid yeah Um, yeah yeah, 100% and I'm far happier now without it yeah and uh yeah thank god it suits me um but yeah I think if I were to think too heavily on it yes I would get heart palpitations thinking about um I just spent so long trying yeah trying desperately to to cling on to like something that I clearly wasn't anymore um god but that's so it's so hard and so many of us do it and like I say hair above all of of all things isn't the worst the worst thing ever but when Mm. it is an identifier of of how you see yourself and how others see you Mm. it does throw you for sex a little bit when you have to what advice would you give to someone who is maybe going through something similar now um I would above all say that if if you're finding you're putting more effort into sustaining it and that's getting you down, mm. that's when you need to sort of take some action mm. and and don't try and cling on to something because it, it would you'll only be disappointing yourself. Yeah. You'll be looking in the mirror, comparing yourself constantly. And I think you need to carve out an image of what you could be and who you could be mm. um, that's separate to every other person and image you'll be comparing yourself to i know for a fact that people that go through it will be looking at instagram photos and going oh my god they've got such good hair why don't i have that hair yes and you need to you need to be really self-aware and i don't know you just need to be you you need the self-awareness to be able to separate your own image from that and and find something in the mirror that you adore about yourself Mm. and realize that actually you're probably focusing on it so much more than others are oh my god yeah 100 um, but just uh you know there's there's so many it's there's so many different routes you could go down with it and that's why i got rid of all of mine because mm. i got overwhelmed with all the different options um of you know treatments and but it's the idea of like picking a treatment or going for it and then it and putting so much energy and time into that and then going oh it didn't work so i've yes. picked another one i've now lost six months of it exactly it's just so and I, much. Just, I just couldn't be asked with that and i'm sure that works really well for a lot of people but for me yeah. i just got rid of it and now i'm doing the jobs that i want to be doing and i'm i've got um you know i, I i'm much happier looking in the mirror now that it's all gone and mm. and i don't have to worry if i go to a room with white sheets don't anymore. have to worry about it not you know so, so um it's a lot deeper than you're making it, I think. Yeah. Um, and once you're out of it and once you shake it off, yeah. you'll be very happy. Yeah. But it's, uh, there's so much more about you than your bloody hair. It's, it's the acceptance of it. It's, um, it's really difficult. And I think the thing about, um, what we talked about, about your casting changing yeah. is, is difficult, but also kind of fantastic. Yeah. Um, and this is very specific to, to actors, but it is, um, it is like an interesting point not something we discuss a lot but you know for for women a lot of the time we experience it in like the way there are all these roles for you know the ingenue yeah girl who's the sexy one and, and then suddenly you're going up for like tired mum of four like, absolutely <laughs> and you're like oh fuck yeah um, it's, and it's, it's hard it's so archaic actually these casting brackets yeah and the whole thing needs a big overhaul um yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's very similar yeah. i feel it you're it's so reliant on 
on just your external appearance. Mm. But then there are people who are much more open-minded. And when you work for those people, oh, it's a dream. Oh, the best. And you're putting out the art that's actually important and and useful and exciting Mm. rather than just fitting yourself into narrow-minded categories. Do you think, um, and did it inspire your show at all? Do you Um, think? Well, I would say I went through a whole identity crisis in lockdown. Mm. Um, Hair was obviously related to that. But um, I came to terms with the fact that I don't really identify as a a cis guy Mm. anymore. Um, And um, uh, non-binary and gender fluid. Mm. And that absolutely um, propelled my creativity for my my show. Yeah, yeah, they sort of ran alongside one another because I was living back home in... In lockdown yeah. and uh i found all of these vhs tapes of when i put on these shows in my living room as a kid and in all of those videos i'm playing the girls i'm playing the and it was never about sexuality it was never about who i'd end up falling in love with or sleeping with or mm. fancying mm. it was just about how i chose to express myself yeah and something about those early innocent days of going looking back at those days and going oh that's who that's when you were happiest um playing those roles and, and wearing those clothes. Uh, it wasn't just dress up. I used to just do it all the time. I'd just yeah. be sitting about eating dinner and a, a dress and a, a little wig. <laughs> and I, but, and it was never about who I'd, yeah, yeah. Who, who I'd check. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. oftentimes I think people look at kids wearing clothes that aren't associated with their gender and they'll go, oh, you're, you're going to be gay. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, Yes, I did end up falling in love with men. <laughs> However, I never really considered those that, uh, I don't know, I never considered them the same. And I, I've got uh, plenty of straight male friends who are like, I used to do the same as well. That's just how I used to express myself. Yeah. Um, I used and, to dress as a boy all the time. Yeah. In lockdown, I had time to look back at those early days and think, oh, and I mean, what's the worst that can happen? The world is literally stopped. Mm. Uh, there's no harm in, you know finally expressing yourself the way you wanted to Mm. but sort of put it to the back of your mind because you're going from audition to audition trying to fit yourself in that category oh yeah you know you should be Bok you should play Mario she should be a barricade boy yeah um and and it's just relentless so then when the world stopped you go well so then yeah so then the show happened which is all about that yeah and uh yeah so yeah, I went through a big old identity journey. It's fucking amazing. Well, it's like certain sometimes lots of people did actually. Oh but. yeah, hundred percent. That time forced us to reevaluate. Yeah, so it just put much. things into perspective and go, okay, yeah. what actually matters? Who do you want to be when the world reopens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you yeah. want to go back to trying to impress? Do you want to go back to trying to fit yourself into something that mm. is not meant for you, or do you want to, you know, move forward as who who you really are? And I think, yeah, that's. I mean horrific horrific time for everybody mm. but um you know it, it gave time for pause if if anything yeah as 100%. horrible as it was as horrible as it was it, it really did give time for pause and be able to go oh fuck you know what am I going to put my energy into that's yeah. actually going to be beneficial yeah um you know not just for me but for for you know the world everybody yeah. just what that is actually important what do i need to worry about what do i not need to worry about you know it's those books there's a few of them there's one really good one by mark <clears throat> mason i want to say his name is uh-huh. um which is the the subtle i think it's the subtle art of not giving a fuck yes it is yeah yeah i haven't read it but i i, I see it all dotted around everywhere yeah and it's just, and it's not the thing of going, don't give a fuck about this. It's just, it's actually just carefully choosing what you actually do give a fuck about, yes. which is the, 
Manson. Not Mark Mason. Manson. Manson. There you go. Mark Manson. Yeah, it's and because I think a lot of people are like, oh, you need it's about not giving a fuck. And it's like, no, 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 it is about giving a serious fuck. It's just about what you choose to give a fuck about. Yes. Um, and what actually really matters. Yeah. Um <clears throat> how did and this is the personal question, but um how <laughs> did you find uh like did you with dating life once the hair went, did you find that changed at all? Like the attitude towards it changed or I think dating in the the queer world mm. is, uh, I found it really difficult mm. anyway. Mm. Um, I've never quite known where I fit. And if you feel that you don't really fit into one of the like grinder categories, yeah. <laughs> then it's like, well, where the hell do, do you sit? Field. Um, yeah, it's like literally <laughs> a field. A field. <laughs> with, <laughs> Not but, just the app guys, yeah. going Sinfield. Bottle and a spliff and cry. Fantastic. Um, with no friends. Great afternoon. Um, I, yeah, I've always found it very difficult. Mm. Um, and I, I guess actually it's it's got better. There's been more interest mm. uh, since I got rid of it all. Mm. Uh, just because I think I come across as more confident when you meet me in person. Whereas before I was a little bit of a... Uh, a bit of a wallflower. Mm. Um, now I don't really give as much of a shit. So I, I don't know. But uh, I don't know. Nothing's mm. happening really. Mm. But um, that's okay. That's okay. I'm not necessarily looking. I'm looking. If you listen <laughs> to this, please, uh, please drop me a DM. I'm not looking. Um, but you know, it's it's also like, oh, I'm busy. Yeah. I'm busy. That's yeah, what we all say in it. Busy. Just to deflect from the fact that we're lonely. We got stuff going on. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very difficult because I still live at home, moving down to London next month though. So that'll make life easier. Can't wait. But at the minute, it's like I'm in London for a day at a time and then I have to go home. Yeah. And it's just difficult. Yeah. And funny enough, the queer scene in my Leicestershire village is pretty limited. Is it? Can, are you sure? <laughs> I, am, I am the only gay in the village, you know. <laughs> no, there's actually a lesbian couple called Susie and Bronya, and I'm kind of gutted. Okay. I'm like, excuse me, they this is my really... thing. Did they arrive uh, after you as well? No, they were there before me. Oh, God. They're probably here. <laughs> They're livid yeah. when you arrived. <laughs> I know. I was there, I was like, oh, God. Oh, shit. Thought it was for me. Mm. But, um, yeah. But who knows? Maybe one day mm. where I'll just be doomed to be a bachelorette for all of my days. <laughs> So we've uh, we've talked a lot about Jim uh, Parts of You, the journey and your hair and your journey with that and what happened, how you feel about yourself. One thing I'd really, really like to know, it's my favourite question, is what are the parts of you that you really value and cherish? Um, I really value that I am, for the limited friends that I do actually have, I'm very loyal. I'm, I'm a good friend. I like to think. Maybe mm. I'm not. Maybe they'll listen and they're like, you're the shittest friend ever. Um, <laughs> I get all, so many messages now. All, They'll be like, mm. <laughs> He thinks we're friends. I know. We're not. Um, it's all personality based, mm. really. I think, I'm a, I think I'm a lovely person, yeah. if I'm allowed to say that. I think yeah. I'm a good laugh. Uh, I don't take life seriously at all, really. Yeah. Used to. Don't anymore. Not post-COVID, I think, when there's something that horrific happening in the world. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're all, we're all all right, really. Mm. And and we're all fucked up. I think I'm self-aware to know that we've all got our own things going on. Um, yeah. And I have to like zoom out of the, our tiny little ant status into the universe. And yeah. Think about what, how we are, you know, we're 
our, our issues are pale in, in significance, I think. Often. Yeah. Um, and as horrible and hard as they are, we can push through if if we're surrounded by the right people. Yeah. Um, that's just just really important to me to be um to always be surrounded by good people and to be a good person to those people. Yeah. Um, because you know jobs will come and go, career goes up and down, dates will come and go, but um, if you've got the self awareness and the right friendship group yeah whatever they do they don't have to be you know in theater or they don't have to be in the biz they really don't and i think it's very healthy if they're They're not not. from the time um that's what really matters yeah and uh yeah i consider myself a good pal and uh, a good mate to go for a little chin wag with Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah, I'm a, I'm a good writer. Yeah. I'd say I'm a very good writer. They're, they're, my good, they're, they're my good skills. I'm a good observer, comedy and all that shite. So if you want to laugh, then... I want a good old laugh. Slide, slide into the DMs. If you want to <laughs> laugh at Uncle They Fester. are wide open. Yeah, the DMs are wide open to laugh at a little bald head. So uh, we have a portion of the podcast we like to call Thank You Letters, uh, where we yes. ask you to express gratitude for a person, a place or a thing, or one of all three for which you are grateful yeah. Um, you can do as many or as few as you like. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm very grateful, uh, Cringe, for my uh, parents. They're lovely. See, they seem fucking fantastic. They are icons. They yeah. really are. Other than your dad um, giving you a pencil haircut. <laughs> other than my dad turning me into Claire from Fleabag that one time in lockdown. <laughs> other than that, pretty solid. Uh, <laughs> they're really nice. My mum's an icon. She uh, looks up to Jane McDonald in every way. And mm. for that reason, I aspire to be her. Mm. She uh, can't swallow a paracetamol tablet, which went viral on TikTok. So thanks <gasps> to the online fame, mum. Uh, no, she, it's very, very funny. You should all check out my mum trying to swallow a tablet. Can we get that up, on, can we get that up after this? So yeah. I see it. Um, I, I, the, I captioned it. This is what happens when my mum takes a paracetamol. Mm. Meaning she can't swallow it, but it looks like she's having a seizure. So the comments were all like, it's only a paracetamol. Hmm. What's she actually taking? Are you sure she's taking them? I'm like, no, it's because she get, it gets stuck in the back of her throat. You have to watch it. You have to be there. Um, One of the sexiest things I've ever seen is, again, I, I want to keep talking. So guys, it's because when Brennan Reese came on not that long ago, I kept on going, I need to get myself a boyfriend. He went, you got to stop saying it like that. because, And I was like, because I need somewhere to go at Christmas. So now I'm talking about Dang. the fact that I actually have a, I actually have a boyfriend. But one of the sexiest fucking things that he's ever done. And he is a very sexy individual. So I kind of hate using the word sexy. It's so horrible. So sexy. He's like an Adonis. He's like Herculean. He's like... The testosterone is just flowing through his beautiful in the river. Flowing through his beautiful rippling, rippling body. But he... He asked for uh, painkillers the other day, and I, this house is rife with painkillers because because um, I've got endometriosis. And um, oh. I know, thanks. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all I want to hear. <laughs> all I want is that validation. Oh, here but, I am talking about my bald head. I know. You know sorry. what problems are. <laughs> you need to recenter yourself sometimes. <laughs> when you're asking your guests their issues, you must be thinking, "Fucking hell!" Whilst you're. <laughs> is your is it the lining of your womb growing outside of your whilst you're doubled over in pain mm. in the corner going that, gosh it must be so hard to have to have shaved your head is that bad for you <laughs> everything's relative oh. I guarantee if I had a womb I'd have it I get everything yeah. I can't catch a break everything everything it's everything. fucking annoying carry but on he, um, he asked for some painkillers I gave him some painkillers and he just went and swallowed them both with no, no water oh, and wow. I went 
I was like, your legs just opened immediately. Yeah, literally, that's when we first had sex. Wow. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I shall we tell him I've heard all it. No, not yet. That would be silly. <laughs> that would be foolish. Oh, he's going to fucking hate this. <laughs> that would be foolish. Like when you did Teenage Dirtbag at your audition. Have I got the job? No, don't be stupid. So we're going to shag now. No, don't be dumb. But we've been going out for nearly half a year. No, no don't be no, so silly. No, no, no. That's not what That's you're That's very for. presumptuous of you, actually. It's <laughs> like your cat in your you house. You must wait. So yeah, um, yeah, my parents. What's another fun thing that I could... Uh, Greg's. I love Greg's. I'm very grateful what for Greg's in my life. What would you get from Greg's? Sausage and cheese bean melt if lovely. it was early before 12. And then I'd get a vegan sausage roll and a little pink jammy. I'm not a vegan, but I do love those vegan sausage rolls. There's something about them. Honestly, I was on my way to filming the other day and that was my like thing before going to work and it was just unreal. Yeah. Unreal. That's sexy. Yeah, that's... It's really that's swallowing a tablet without water. That's or, very cool. I'm actually getting quite <laughs> hot thinking about it. <laughs> um, Greg, so your parents, anything, anything else or anywhere else you want to shout out? Um, probably not, no. no. That's probably it. I'm, Those are I'm two good ones. to be here surrounded by so many instruments. I'm only yeah. just looking now. Again, this is Brennan Rees coming in here and going, your parents aren't together, are they? Well, I- <laughs> <laughs> I like, no, and he went, yeah, no one who has that many ukuleles on the wall. Came from a solid asphalt. No, no one has to write that many songs. <laughs> no, no one is looking for has this much clean. distraction. <laughs> There's a sewing machine over there as well. <laughs> there is so everything in this house just reeks of being like, don't look at it. <laughs> you need the overstimulation, and I respect mm. that a lot. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, grateful to be here. To be honest, what a Aww. lovely little 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 day I've had. Thank, Thank you for you. having me. Thank you so much for coming all the way from your Leicestershire village. Oh, my tiny little village. It's just nice to not be the only gay. Can't. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. Lovely. And you're going to be here soon. And yes, I will be. your show is going. Are we allowed to talk about No, no, your show. You My, had a show. <laughs> I had a show. And I am. I am. <laughs> I'm at you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've literally never done that. I'm sorry. Well, it depends when, it's, when this is coming out. Uh, a couple of weeks. Mm. Mm, that's Just, to be, Just to be safe. Um, yes, I did a show last year. And um, we are going to do it again yeah. next year. Um, and I'll be able to talk about that very soon. Yee. So stay tuned it's for more so info. Chic. So, so chic. chic. Oh, it's very, very chic. Can't talk very about edgy. it. Very yeah. chic. I know. Um, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for putting up with Mickey, even though he's just disappeared. I love him. Mm. I want to take him home. He's a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> the way you tried to find a nicer noun. <laughs> I just snorted in the microphone. Did you? <laughs> Um, thank you so much for coming. This was absolutely fucking divine. What a dream. What a dream. Thank you. Dreamed a dream and I had it. (laughs) I dreamed a dream in time gone by, as Patty would say with her perm. (laughs) Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to Quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.